Hi, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome to our podcast. A show we created to talk about hard things. And also to bring some levity to your lives. Alexandra is a mom and occupational therapist. And Anna is a school counselor. And together we share our life stories. And crazy adventures. We aim to make you smile. And let you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. Enjoy our latest episode from The The Russian Russian Sisters. Sisters. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm great. I actually am really excited about today's episode because I feel like a lot of kind of fun things have been happening lately and I have a lot of things to catch you up on. Oh, well, I'm very excited to hear how things have been going. I feel like I want you to just tear that cough drop open. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? What cough drop? (laughs) Okay, so I was in church the other day. Hold on, I have to go tear a cough drop open. (laughs) I was in church the other day, and um, it was sermon time, and your son, he wasn't sitting on my lap, he was sitting on my mother's lap, and she was sitting next to me, but your son decided it was snack time. And there was a child behind us who also decided it was snack time. And I was listening to the grandmother try and open up that wrapper for that snack. And right during the sermon, when only the priest is speaking, and you just hear this rustling of of the paper wrapper, plastic wrapper, whatever it's made of. And then your son was like, I want this cracker. And so I was like, oh, my God. So then I have to open up this wrapper And it just rustled the entire time. And I tried to do it slowly. Like sometimes you want to tear it off like a Band-Aid. But no, this one I was like, I'm going to go very slowly and try and make as little sound as possible while I'm crinkling this wrapper because he wanted his Cookie Monster or Grover blueberry snack cracker things that you get him that he loves because it has the Sesame Street character's face on it. He loves those. Is it Cookie Monster? Grover? I think it's Cookie Monster. That's hilarious. Breakfast biscuits. Yes, the biscuit. So that your rustling of the cough drop just now reminded me of that. Thanks for calling me out. (laughs) Well, I am just reminiscing back to like early fall when I was sick for a month. I know, and I made you record. I was like, we have to record. (laughs) Well, we needed to. We needed for our fans need us. That's right. Our listeners might be lost without us. Well, that's true. And it's just another opportunity that if they are also feeling ill, you are not alone. Oh, I love that. I love that you started with that. Thanks. So y'all, if you're suffering also from RSV or the (laughs) flu or COVID, you're not alone. You've got us. I don't have COVID right now. I don't think you do either. No, I don't. And that's what's funny is the doctor did look at me and go, I think you have RSV, which just cracked me up because most of my children clients my child clients it's run through and several of them have been hospitalized and they're all okay so I was just laughing because I was like isn't it super contagious because buddy doesn't have it didn't have it at all but it doesn't matter I'm I am on the mend I just sound like a man and that's comforting to me because I'm sitting three feet away from you (laughs) I do want to do a quick shout out because I was talking to a friend of the show Amy hi Amy hi Amy she was like I was waiting for you and your husky voice to go you are not alone (laughs) so there you go you guys you are not alone you are not which it's funny I'm trying to think I think it's Delilah I don't even know if she's still around. She had a radio show forever ago, and it was based in Seattle. 
I'm pretty sure it was Delilah and it was nights. It was, it was like evenings and, and she always had this husky voice. And I actually, a friend of mine in college babysat for her and couldn't one night. So I went to her house, like they picked me up from UW her husband did, drove me all the way to their house and I sat for their kids and drove me all the way back across town back to UW to watch their kids. So I vaguely remember that story. And I feel like when I watch Sleepless in Seattle and she's listening to the late night um, radio yeah. show, I feel like that's what that's based on. If she's not actually listening to Delilah, because that would be funny. I think she might be, but yeah, we'll have to check it out. But that's it like is. A doctor somebody, doctor love doctor person. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. We were not planning on talking about that, but there you go. Okay. So you want to know an update a little bit? Oh, sure. Yeah, let's go I'm there. I'm sure you have some updates too. Well, you guys, in my faith, um, we wear crosses sometimes, just always around our necks. And so some people are like, oh, you have crosses jewelry. And I'm like, no, it's not jewelry. It's just something that I wear always for a lot of different reasons. But anyway, it's a tradition that we wear crosses. And a couple years ago, I had a cross that I loved, 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 loved. And I want to say it's something that my dad had that was his dad's. And so it was like a family heirloom kind of thing. And I wore it religiously. <laughs> and then I was at the pool one summer and I feel like I took it off because I was at the pool and then I lost it and it was a very tragic thing. And so for a couple of years, I have been without a cross. And so I want to say like, no, maybe it's been like three years now. So like two years back, I bought a cross for myself and I started wearing it. And the weirdest thing happened. I, I broke out um, with a rash on my chest. Oh, that's weird. Yes. But not like super weird as I'm finding like sometimes as we age, we gain these allergies. So then I feel like I was learning that I was allergic to like if it was stainless steel or like silver plated or whatever it is, like whatever the cross was made out of, my body did not like it. And so I went again a long time without wearing one, which because I've worn one for so long, my entire life felt really weird. And then I bought myself, or no, I didn't buy myself another one. Our father was like, here, try this cross. And so I did recently. And again, I broke out and it's just this darndest place. Like I get these bumps and it's like this allergic reaction to whatever metal or plating is on whatever cross. So I decided that I was going to go on Shamazon and because I've heard like, oh, you need a um, 24 karat gold or 18 karat, 24 karat, 18 <laughs> karat. Like I need a gold cross, like not gold plated, but I need a gold cross. And I'm like, Ooh, that's expensive on the pocketbook. So on Shamazon, I found these wooden crosses and it's like made from this olive wood tree stuff from Bethlehem. And I was like, Ooh, that's pretty rad. And it cost me $8 and 99 cents. So I was very excited. It only took the cross a few days to get to me. And so then I had it blessed and it's really pretty because the carving on it is much like our traditional crosses that we we wear and it's just, it's super pretty. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Now it is a little bit bigger. I think I got the man cross. Because wooden crosses tend to be a little bit bigger because it's wood and you can't have it like super tiny. Well, and these ornate carvings on it would be quite difficult if it was a little bit smaller. So it's not ginormous <laughs> or anything. It's not like, you but know. everyone definitely sees it now. Well, <laughs> What is that bouncing yeah. in Miss G's sweater? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> not the boobs. 
No. <laughs> is that the title of our show? <laughs> Not the boobs. Not the boobs. So, <laughs> like, wait, is that her boobs or is there something else going I know, on? What's going on in her pocket? No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. So it's right. It's like an inch, inch and a half, whatever. So it's really pretty and I've been wearing it, but. <laughs> is it varnished? No. I'm just wondering if they sealed it with something and now you're reacting to whatever it's sealed in. No, I'm not reacting to it. But um, like I think it was the first morning after I started wearing it, I woke up and I was like, something's burning. Something smells like fire. And I got really nervous that no, I... it's my boobs. <laughs> I like left something on the stove or like there was just like campfire smell. And I was like, what the heck? So I get up out of bed and I go downstairs and I'm like, nope, the stove is off. Everything is okay. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. And then um, I'm getting back into bed and I was like... It's my cross. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's me. I smell like like wood because it's wood burned. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't it's think like I could do that. And, so it's been tricksy and I don't smell all the time, but in, in the mornings when I wake up, I'm like, mm, campfire. And I'm like, what's on fire? And I'm like, oh, it's me. But I'm not on fire. It's the cross. Yeah. I'm super sensitive. Wait, I want to let you finish your cross story because then I have a smell story for you. Well, I'm just like thinking now, is this something that I can continue wearing or do I really need to invest in like the gold, gold, gold cross one so that I don't have an allergic reaction and two, I don't smell like fire. Well, because can you imagine if you walk in someplace and someone is like something on fire and you're like, no, no, it's just my boobs. (laughs) Just me. This girl is on fire. (laughs) That's right. You know, you do have a birthday. Um, not super soon, but soon-ish. So. I know. And the person who asked me for Christmas told me they're already done Christmas shopping. So there goes that. I'd think for a second if I had you. but No. So obviously, as y'all can hear, I've been fighting something. And really, I'll just say this. I have this thing where if I eat too much processed sugar, my body goes into an autoimmune response. And it's taken me a really long time to figure this out. So I get joint pain. But then what ends up happening with an autoimmune response is you become immunocompromised. So I became immunocompromised and ended up with whatever this thing is that's going around. So I support a school once a week. You guys have heard me talk about it. And I go up there this week and I am wearing my mask and I walk in the doors and I turn. So I you walk in to the school and then I work in this small room off the library. So when you walk in, you have to go left down this very long hallway And then about like a quarter of the way down the hallway is where um, the library is. I turn the corner into the hallway and I was smacked in the face with the most potent garlic smell. Ooh. And I felt, I was like, oh, dang, what is going on? And of course, you know, we're getting into the holidays. So I'm like, is there some special meal going on? I was like, ooh. And so I walk into the library and I'm like, you smell that? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, it is garlicky. How do you not smell that? And at this point, I'm like, is it trapped in my mask? Like, what's happening? And so the cafeteria, the gym, and the music room are all right next to each other across the hall from the library. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I go back out there to go pick up a student. I'm like, oh my God. This is, oh, this is awful. And I see a staff member and honestly, I can never remember her name, but we talk every week and she's coming down the hall and I'm like, can you tell me what that's about? And she's like, what's what about? And I'm like, the garlic smell. And she's like, I don't smell any garlic. And I'm like, it is potent. I was like, I don't know what y'all are doing today. And I was like, is there garlic bread? It smells like garlic bread. It smells like someone has cloves. And she's like, 
no, maybe they're doing pizza in the cafeteria. And I was like, okay. So I like go on. I'm like, I mean, my nose is stuffed, but I'm still smelling garlic. So with my students, they don't smell it. They're like, mm. so then my colleague comes in and I'm like, it is so bad out there. And she's like, I haven't been out there yet. And I'm like, it's so bad. It's really hard for me to walk down the hallway. So a little later she comes back. She's like, I don't smell the garlic. So let me just say, I don't know what I was smelling. I don't know if someone was visiting me because this happened once in my kitchen where I came home after a whole day of working, no appliances had been on, no cooking had been done. And I walked into my kitchen and it smelled like garlic. And I was like, whew. So I literally got on the phone with my mom and I was like, who cooks with a lot of garlic in our family? Because someone is hanging out with me. I don't know if that happened again, but literally later that same day, walked into my house and I walked through a certain area and I was like, why is there garlic? And I had to check myself. I was like, I was checking my breath. I was like doing the test, trying to see like, what did I have yesterday for dinner? Like I haven't really been eating. No idea. It was the most intense garlic smell I have ever, ever experienced. And no one else, no one else experienced it. And then I was like, (coughs) with COVID, everyone loses their smell. So yeah, I have no idea. Well, at least you know you don't have COVID. Um, But that is the darndest thing. I was waiting for you to say, and then I realized it was me. She was taking a sip of tea. She couldn't respond. I I wondered. That's why I'm saying I was doing like tests. I was like smelling my clothes. Literally only that hallway too. Hmm. That is wild. Not only am I trying to sip my tea so I stop coughing in the microphone, but I'm spilling it all over myself. She's a hot mess right now, but this is really fun. We're going to move forward. It's going to be okay. Well, I feel like that's a better smell in a school than last week I had to go and cover a class and I was covering a concert band because there's a concert actually tonight, but I was covering the class and we actually, I conducted while they rehearsed these little seventh graders and sixth graders rehearsed their concert pieces, Oh, Tannenbaum and such. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. Every time I hear that, I think of the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> right? So I was walking through the cafeteria to get to the band hallway, and it smelled like sewage. And so I'm walking through, and I was like, what in the Sam hell is that? And the kids are dying. They're like, miss, it's so bad out there. And I was like, oh, my God, what died? And I thought, like, it was the kind of smell that you'd be like, is there a gas leak somewhere? Like, it was so bad. I was like, are we going to blow up? Is there going to be an explosion? But I I called our um, facilities people, and he's like, I think it's our little, like, we have a little Zamboni, a mini Zamboni thing. And he's like, I think I need to change it out. Like, it was just, like, gross water. It was so bad. I'm like, well, nothing that you maybe just cleaned is clean because that smell is disgusting. Oh, that's gross. So gross. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm not going to throw up. I mean, I don't want to throw up. I don't want you guys to throw up. Let's move on to our uh, holiday holodrama. Do you have some holodrama? How about I talk about mine for a minute so that you can cough? That sounds good. Okay, so... (laughs) recently there was a bunch of us from church that were like hey let's go to the chris kindle market in denver and right it's a traditional german market with vendors set up in these wooden kiosks and it's super adorable just open the wrapper will you <laughs> just tear off the band-aid i was like i should have just she's gonna open them all earlier and just left <laughs> just them lined the them up mm-hmm. that's what i'm gonna do right now so you keep talking about your market i think it's hilarious that you're doing that when i'm talking <laughs> Well, I'm not going to, I can't multitask. I can't talk and open up a wrapper. <laughs> Who does that? 
So the Chris Kindle market. <laughs> I mean, do you know what you're talking to? <laughs> Every time someone talks to me and I have to text, I'm like, please hold. <laughs> I can't, I can't type. And I used to, I used to be really good. Okay. Sorry. At multitasking. Oh, in the last two years, and I don't know if it's correlated with my executive functioning and trauma or if it's just getting older, but no way. Can't do it. Well, I think they say, I mean, I used to say I was a good multitasker. And, you know, there was research out there that said that women are better multitaskers than males are. But I think that's all true. the current research just, what's the word? Discourages? Well, it contradicts. No, that's not the word either. It's not discourage. Oh, my God. I'm not sure. But I will say that while you're thinking of the word that research is saying don't do it. Like it used to be kind of a pride thing. Like people used to be proud of being busy and kind of wearing that like a badge of honor. And multitasking was one of them. Every time I submitted a resume, what can you do? I can multitask, right? Because that's what employers wanted. But now they say don't do it. It's horrible on your brain. It is. And we can't do it. We think we're efficient at doing multiple things at the same time, but we're not. How many times have I seen a child walking with their face in their phone texting someone and they walk into a pole? Oh, you're talking about children? I thought you were talking about me. Did that happen? Uh, I almost nailed myself in one of the door things in between two doors. Oh, okay. you know? recently? Uh, you know, within the last five years. Like it was today. <laughs> Luckily, no. Was at that school that I was just at. Um, so we went to the Chris Kindle Market, and um, originally there was supposed to be a um, number of us going, and people who were my age and my sister's age, and just some friends from church. And at the last minute, people started backing out, so it ended up being me driving my vehicle downtown with the ladies who were crammed into my car all well no not all of them are 70 plus years old but yeah 60s 70s and 80 year old in my car and I was delighted I was delighted to go with them I was delighted to drive them downtown I just feel like it's a driving Miss Daisy moment for you it was very much and all Miss Daisies <laughs> I'll tell you as soon as they got in the car they let their opinions fly I got oh. to learn mm-hmm, I got to learn about the cracks in my windshield that oh granted, my gosh you're kidding me have been there for two plus years now and but they're like is that a crack in your windshield? I'm like, yep, sure is. Oh, look at that crack in your windshield. Like this isn't my car and I didn't know that they were there. Aren't you going to get those fixed? And I was like, hello, grandmas. Like You are kidding. It's one thing if they let their opinions fly about other things, but to rip on your car. Oh, no. And I was like, yep, like I keep them there because I know as soon as I get my windshield fixed, it's going to get cracked again. And they're like, what a pessimist you are. And I was like, holy oh. My, they did not say that. I know who these women are. And I'm like, all right, Grinch. Get out of my car, Grinches, on our way to a Christmas craft fair. Luckily, it wasn't coming from my mother, who has ridden in my car numerous times, and she was riding shotgun. But the, the voices from the back, I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun time. Thanks, all my friends, for backing out last minute. Do you want to be that curmudgeon when you're that? I don't. I mean, Life happens, right? And there's so much that can bear on us to make us grumpy and grinchy. And I've definitely had my own Grinch moments recently. I will admit that. But to get into someone else's car and then start pointing out, like like you haven't noticed the cracks or well, like you haven't. I don't think they were doing it to be grinchy, to be honest with you. I don't think that they felt that they were being negative. I feel like they thought they were just telling it like it is. And then I thought to myself, like, 
okay, like, is this what I'm going to be like in another 40 years? I don't know. It's very possible. It's possible that I won't care and I'll just say whatever comes, like no filter. It's possible. But that was the start. And I was like, oh, I get to drive you all downtown for a Christmas market. It's going to be amazing. And then luckily, like another friend met us downtown. And so she and I walked around the market together. Well, we really sauntered because, you know, when you're 70 and 80, you're not racing through anything. That's true. So it was a lovely time. We had some really good food, saw some great vendors. Um, It was a fun little market. And we went when it first opened up, so it wasn't super crowded and none of the lights were lit up, but we could just imagine what they were going to be like at nighttime when it was shoulder to shoulder crowded later. So we missed all that, but that was the Chris Kindle market. Was it Christmassy? Like, was it fun where there were some cool things? Oh yeah, it was definitely Christmassy. Like there was like joy and decorations and... We actually here locally have a Christmas store and it's year round. So a lot, you know, it's not like the pop-up Halloween shops or the pop-up Christmas shops, but yeah, it's year round and it is very Christmassy. It is one and of I my... always forget to go in the off season. I only I'm really horrible about doing the right shopping in the off season. Like I look for swimsuits when it's getting warm. I don't look for swimsuits in the winter when they're less expensive. So I go for Christmas stuff when it's winter and Christmas season, not in the summer when you can get a better deal. Sometimes, I guess. Well, and I'm terrible at that too, even with like the after Christmas sales. Now I do need to keep my eye out for an artificial tree. And that right after Christmas sales. Oh, how come? Well, because the one that we have at church, which was awesomely donated, is like a a pole. And then you have to take each branch one by one and pop them into this thing. And nowadays, when you buy an artificial tree, you like put in the bottom section and then the the branches just unfold. And it's we also need a pre-lit one because... I might suggest um, our parents are thinking about replacing their artificial tree. So maybe check in with them. Well, that's a great idea. Yeah, because then they could donate their current one. That's funny because I mentioned to our father that I was like, I will go in and donate a tree to the church. And he was like, okay. I think it's our mom who wants to replace it. (laughs) So, Mm. you know, I just clump them together. That's very Um, possible. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I do have a question in regards to this holiday season. So I am not against additional gratuities for people in the holiday season. But I'm not super sure of when to do that. So, for instance, our parents will put a Christmas card, and I think they usually do some cash for their garbage and recycle people. Last year, I got some gift cards, like Starbucks gift cards, I think, and put cards out. But it was so windy that they blew off the cans, and I found them on the ground after garbage and recycling had been picked up. Thank God you found them. Oh, yeah. But... This year, both my garbage person and my recycle person left postcards on my bins with their addresses. Hmm. And so I get that they're kind of soliciting for something. But then, to be honest, I have, I think I've talked about, like, I do have someone who comes and cleans my house. And then I'm like, well, am I supposed to leave her something for Christmas? So if you guys are listening and you know what is socially appropriate, let me know. Like, should I be doing something for my cleaning lady to say thank you? Like, I definitely want to do something for my babysitters. One's already out of the country and the other one I think is going to be staying in town. But, you know, to do something like super simple and nice for them. But I don't know what's considered to be appropriate. So I know like our brother was talking about that he'll put out beer for the garbage guys. But since they gave me their addresses, like – 
there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to be solicited for the gratuity. I want to be able to make that choice for myself and say like, here you go. Especially since, and I believe we've talked about it on podcast, you've had some interesting doings with I have your sanitary people. Yeah, they don't always show. <laughs> I find that that's interesting that they solicited for gratuities or whatever. And perhaps, you know, over time they found that it was something that was just easier because maybe there were people asking like, where can we send stuff for you? Or that's true. we want to give you something. And so, yeah, like how can we deliver? So it does, because it is windy and it blows off our trash cans and we've tried to tape it down in multiple ways. And yeah. so we want to make sure something gets to you. So I can see on, on one hand where it's like, maybe it's an, an ease thing and it's just trying to be considerate in that way. But also I, I do feel like that is kind of weird. Like, does well, it, and then what do I, what do I send? If you're feeling <coughs> jolly, you could send um, a gift card or like Grubhub, right? Like you could do a Grubhub yeah. certificate or something like that, like food or gift card. I think one time I left out beer for our trash guys and I was like, well, that's pretty presumptive of me to like assume that they drink. And if they do, like, what if there's an alcohol problem and I'm just enabling or supplying them. But isn't that like, that's such the counselor in me. No, I've thought about that too, but I don't know. So if you guys know or want to shout out or reach out to us, let me know what, what y'all have done or what you found has worked or what you've heard. Cause I was really like, I don't, right. I don't want to not do something. And then I feel like in my own, like scarcity or anxiety about it then I'm like oh but then they're gonna know I'm the house that didn't send something to them right because you know if you do then they'll be like extra nice and take care of you but if you don't then I don't think is that house that didn't but then not everyone can so then where does where do you stand if you can't like I'll be honest this Christmas season I was like oh things are a little tight this year and I haven't had that happen in a long time but I was like oh okay I, I need to be really careful this year and be really mindful. So I'm like, but what if I can't? That doesn't mean I don't appreciate what you do. But is it like the appreciation only exists as long as I show gratuity or, or send something, you know, like, I don't know. And what if I do a card that doesn't have anything in it? <laughs> well, and that's what I was just thinking. Like, yeah, that would be pretty awful and poopy if your service started deteriorating because you couldn't do a tip at Christmas. Like, that's just messed up on multiple levels. Then I was thinking, how fun would it be if Buddy drew a picture or something or colored a picture and then you can include that with like a happy holidays, Merry Christmas. We also then assume that everybody celebrates Christmas um, or that's like, it's just, I don't know. There's just yeah. a lot of assumptions going into that whole thing. Yeah. It's really the fact that you say that because um, at the school, the speech language pathologist that I work with, she celebrates Hanukkah, but it's not a high holiday. So she doesn't really celebrate Hanukkah. But everything that she did this week with the kids was all about like I don't even do I do stuff that could be interpreted as Christmas, but I don't really do Christmas trees. I don't do stuff with Santa. I try and do wintry stuff. And she does all this stuff for Christmas with Santa. And it was really interesting. Well, I found I have a number of colleagues who I have learned are Jewish more recently. And I ask them about their holiday traditions. And most of them celebrate both. Hanukkah and Christmas, depending on who's, you know, like if there's a spouse and their family isn't Jewish, then they'll celebrate Christmas with that family and Hanukkah with this family. So it is quite mixed and the traditions are quite mixed. And I think about a number of my friends who grew up celebrating both 
and not strictly Hanukkah. But it is a consideration, and I do like that you do snowmen. Yeah, the snowman soup. We had like candy cane Olympics this week uh, during oh, lunches. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it wasn't like super complete, com- super completely. All right, y'all. Side note, I'm extremely tired and I'm very surprised that I've been able to speak English throughout this entire thing so far because last night, no, two nights ago, I was at book club and I was trying to tell my sister something and a whole sentence of gibberish came out and it scared the poop out of me. I thought I had a stroke. Honestly, like I like... It made no sense. They weren't even words. It was all garbled gibberish that was coming out of my mouth. And I look at her and I took a breath and I swallowed. And then I said the sentence over again and it came out normal as it should. But then I stayed silent silent for the next half an hour because I was um, really worried that something was wrong with me. So anyway, back to the candy cane Olympics, which weren't really candy cane Olympics, but my colleague is freaking awesome. She's so brilliant and talented. And she says it's a bucket filler for her to like come up with all these different games and stuff. Um, So they were more wintry themed because we also want to be intentional about inclusivity. And I think I've mentioned before, we have the majority of our students celebrate Christmas or or do something around Christmas. But then we've got the students who don't. And so we wanted to provide stuff for everybody. And so she did like snowman decorating contests. And then there was like a snowman bowling, which um, she taped these plastic cups to the end of a table. And then kids were rolling ping pongs into the balls and (laughs) ping pongs into the cups. And then see, I'm so tired. And then today she got marshmallows like bags of the big marshmallows and chopsticks and the kids had to build a marshmallow tower as tall as they could and like I tried it and the tallest that I could get mine was four marshmallows with toothpicks that's it chopsticks chopsticks yes you had to take the chopsticks and (laughs) (laughs) I told you the multitasking (laughs) (laughs) that would be really interesting is if I was trying to use the toothpicks as chopsticks No, what I'm imagining is that <laughs> you connect the marshmallows through the toothpicks to build your tower. Yeah. Then, versus use the chopsticks to put them on the tower. Then four would be really freaking lame. <laughs> so I was like, only four? <laughs> but again, obviously my hearing is not there since I heard toothpicks and not chopsticks. Hey, I like that. That's such a good OT thing. Definitely. Yeah. Well, her 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 partner is is an OT, so that makes sense. Yes, I, and yeah, she's just <laughs> phenomenal. But we had even kids from our SSN room come out, come out. They like they came out of their classroom to come and play. No, they were already in the cafeteria. They were eating lunch, and they're like, "What's happening at this table today?" And we're like, we're stacking marshmallows with chopsticks. And so one of their pairs was helping them through it. But they were just adorable and doing it. And I loved how many times like kids were coming by and being like, I've never used chopsticks before. And we're like, well, today you are to stack marshmallows. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't have any stories like that. That's pretty cute. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. 
or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. I do like to decorate and usually I like to decorate early. So I think I've, I've shared with everyone, we decorated the inside of the house early. So just a reminder, because I talked about this last year um, when we first started the podcast that two years ago, someone stole Christmas lights off the front of my house and it was the weirdest thing. And I still have a little anxiety. I realized this year of like, what's the point of putting lights up if someone's just going to come by and steal them? I did have someone today tell me that she used to have those really cool kind of basket looking reindeer. She had a whole kind of little herd in her front yard and they live really close to a high school and the high schoolers would come and move the herd into some inappropriate position so they'd wake up and find their deer in compromised situations. She thought it was funny. Her husband did not. So they don't have those anymore. Anyway, I think about getting lawn deer, but I need a lawn for that. <laughs> and someone to mow your lawn. No, that's you. You need someone to mow your lawn. We're working on that. Mm-hmm. Denise, hey, um, her dad makes reindeer out of like oh yeah so cool wood and tree trunks and stuff and so I do have my reindeer out I don't think you don't ever bring it in do you oh no I did oh yeah they were in my garage for this summer oh okay all right no I did bring them in well so I decided to put out our lights but only do them in an area the ladder I have is actually our dad's old one and I can't open it by myself so if I had a ladder that I could open by myself it wouldn't be as much of a problem which I suppose you guys could be like just go to Shmoom Shmipo and get one, but I haven't. So I decided I was only going to put lights up where I can <laughs> reach or use a step stool. And um, so it, it doesn't look beautiful, but at least it's all one strand. I love my neighbors. I don't know if you guys listen, if my neighbors listen to us, but they have like three different colors, maybe four different colors of their lights. And it cracks me up every time. At least I know how to find my house <laughs> if my lights aren't on because I can see their Christmas lights. Anywho, but one day I was driving home with Buddy and we pull up to our house and he goes, Mama, when are you going to finish decorating the house? <laughs> I was like, no, but it, but it is. And he's like, no, it's dark on this side of the house. Why didn't you finish? And I was like, oh, no, not this year. This is, we're good. And he's like, no, I'll help you. We need to finish decorating. And so, yeah, so just about every night that we come home, if it's dark, he's like, when are you going to finish? And I'm like, no. It's quite a bit reminiscent of the year that those people stole her Christmas lights. <laughs> exactly. What it looks like right now is what it looked like after the guy stole the lights. I feel yeah. like it's in memoriam. Memoriamium. Memoriam. Memorian? I don't even know. <laughs> Are you making up words now? That's usually my thing. But yeah, it just cracks me up for the season. So it's really interesting what my neighbor, my street in particular, is not the most festive. All the surrounding streets have like tons of blow up stuff. They do all the yard stuff. It's pretty cool. So I do like going around our neighborhood. But yeah, my street is like wah, wah, wah. I love that you even have lights up. I usually put mine up like at Thanksgiving and I haven't yet. And so now I'm at the point like, is it even worth the bother? Well, you did take them down in September. I do take (laughs) them down rather late. So I know there is that. I could keep them up until it stops snowing, which is May. But then I get a letter from the HOA saying I need to take them down. And I kind of do want to put them up this weekend because no one else in my cul-de-sac has 
them up. So it's just dark and I feel like it would add some light. And I definitely, definitely love when it snows and then I have my lights on and it's just so wintry pretty. It is. But I do have five ornaments up on my tree this year. I was going to just congratulate you on that. Thank you. Yes. One of them is an ornament that our parents, when they went to Disneyland this summer for their anniversary, 50th, they came back with a a Mickey ornament for me. So that was really cool. Oh, that's very sweet. And I put it up. And then I got two ornaments at a craft fair a couple weeks ago. They're these paper snowflakes. Oh, so they're all new ones. Mm-hmm. They're not. Okay. And we then, haven't cracked out the box of ornaments yet. The box is out from storage and sitting on the main level. That's an improvement. It is an improvement. So it's out. Are you going to use it to prop up other things until the season is over and then put it back downstairs? It is holding other things on it at the moment. <laughs> of course it is. Currently, it's holding my puzzle board because I had to take my puzzle board off of this card table to bring it here today <laughs> so we could record on it. That's true. So that is what the ornament box is holding up right now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then another ornament is I got the family like nine snowmen or nine elves or whatever ornaments last year. And so I put my up of that. And then I have one more that I feel really bad that I don't know what it is that I put up, but there is a fifth one up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five, which is huge. That is huge. Given the last couple of years, I haven't put any ornaments None. up there. Yeah. This year I had my minions put them up and I still don't have a star on the top. And Buddy reminds me again that I need to finish decorating. One day at a time. <laughs> I got a little excited and had the energy to do it. And then after I was like, no. <laughs> So speaking of holiday things, and I do have like some fun things that we could walk through in a moment, but I did want to hear, we have mentioned before that we love watching movies during the holiday season. In fact, I went, I put in the DVD of Elf and it, oh no, Christmas Vacation first. And this (sighs) sound was being really funky on my TV. And then I put in Elf because I watched Harry Potter with my DVD player and I didn't have this problem, but all of a sudden my sound was really funky. But anyway... Since then, since those movies weren't working on my DVD player, I haven't even watched, like, I haven't watched any other Christmas movies, and I haven't watched any on Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon. How about you? So I have what I call periodic insomnia, and when that happens, it's not like I can get up and work out. Like, it just, it's almost like I'm too tired to do anything, but not tired enough to sleep. So then I'll usually put something on, and I prefer to do things that are kind of fluffy. Um, I don't like doing stuff. It's really intense at night because I don't want it to impact my sleep. You guys have heard some of my dreams, so try and be mindful of that. The first one I'll say, um, I think we said top five, which is kind of hard for me to do, but one of the worst ones was Christmas Collision. I think it was it the Christmas Collision or Christmas Crash. I don't know. No, that's the one that I had you watch and you made it past the point I did. Okay. Alexandra reaches out to me and says, I just watched the worst Christmas movie ever. It's so low budget. Like the sets are really awful and da da da. And you need to watch it. Right. It's like, this tastes horrible. Taste it. And I was like, what? I don't, why would I want to watch one of the worst Christmas movies ever? And she's like, I only got seven minutes in and I couldn't stomach it anymore. And I was like, okay, let me check this out and see what it's all about. Well, freaking freak, I got sucked in and I made it to 10 minutes before the bad acting. No, it wasn't even bad acting. It was like so bad. It was so bad. I can't believe that people get paid to be in these movies. And I want to say, 
it does take courage to put yourself out there and to say, I want to be an actor. I want to be in this industry. So here are some of the things about this particular one. And this is why I say low, low budget. It was like they didn't have enough budget for lighting. So everything was super dark, very yellow. The acting was pretty bad, though, I will say. I'm like, you know, there are some good classes out there. There was one point where there's supposed to be this dark meeting between these two gentlemen who are supposed to be businessmen. And the shot before their meeting is supposed to be a high rise. It's like they're in a high rise in a city. So these guys are talking. The windows behind them talking are closed, but the sound reel was like a bus stopping and opening and car horns and people walking. And I was like, you wouldn't hear that. <laughs> like if your windows are closed and you're high, <laughs> you're not going to hear that. So that's where I stopped. I was like, I can't even do this. And there was like purple lighting. It was like they didn't even have enough light. It was like a purple light over them. Not only that, like this gentleman is supposed to own like this highfalutin company and be really wealthy. And his office consists of basically like a card table. It was a baby desk with one of those lawyer lamps on it that my parents got me when I was 12. And I would like in high school with the green little lampshade thing and it's gold. So it had one of those and then one tall lamp in the back. And that like this was this rich man's office. It was so bad. And then the acting was bad. The set was bad. The seat, just everything about it was well, so bad. Well, then Anna is like, did you get to the part where she falls? And I was like, what? No. Did you watch past the point? And she's like, I couldn't stop watching. It was so Ugh, bad. It was the, that kind <laughs> of a train wreck. I couldn't look away. And then finally with the bad acting when she did fall and like just her reaction to her sprained ankle or half crying or whatever. I don't need. So that was just weird. Yeah. So I'm trying to go through because I like to do the free ones, but the free ones aren't always that great. I will say, I think our friends talked about, I think they talked about the one that's Christmas Angel. I think it's that one. I can't say for sure, but this woman ends up in an accident and this guy is like trying to find her I don't even remember a bunch of the premise, but I know that once he figures out that she's been in an accident and she's in the hospital and he has to stop at home to get his guitar so that he can go to the hospital and serenade her so she wakes up out of her coma. And I was like, what? Isn't it that she died but then didn't die and like she died and they thought she died, but then he's playing the guitar for her and then she comes back to life or I don't even know. And then you said what, like Christmas Noel or something? Noel Christmas? No, what? No Chris? What? What was that on? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Hold on. I was looking at um, the one with said- what's his face who was married to what's her face and then broke up with her oh, in a text. Oh, no, that's the Noel died. Oh. Yeah. So that one's supposed to be the big one. That's with Justin Hartley. Oh, yeah. Him. As Anna and I have said, we went down the whole Selling selling Sunset. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And that had Chriselle, who used to be married to Justin Hartley. And then he texted her to say he wanted a divorce. Yeah. That is totally what happened. And I, like, liked her on that show and stuff. And then she's taken a really interesting turn with life and whatever. And so has he apparently. I did watch Bad Mom's Christmas, in which he is in that movie. And then Alexandra said that she watched this movie on Schmetflix that he's also like that. It's you know, and I don't want to give a spoiler alert. I'll just say that there were some really cheesy moments in the Noel diary. And especially the end scene. Um, I was like, it wasn't what I would consider to be 
um, the best. All right, you have one more? One, oh, you're having a coughing fit. One more, and then no, we'll get I'm out of here to... so you don't have <laughs> yeah, to talk hold, anymore. Hold on. Okay. Well, I'll do a fun fact in between while she's sipping some tea in between a coughing fit. Okay, fun Christmas fact. The tallest Christmas tree ever displayed was in Seattle, Washington. It measured 221 feet tall. I'm going to do another one because she's still coughing and I need to make sure she's okay. She, I think she's okay. She's walking away now, so I'm going to do this solo. Buying all the gifts from the 12 days of Christmas would cost you a ton of money. The most expensive being Swans of Swimming, about $6,300. Can you imagine? Seven Swans of Swimming cost $6,300. I would think the 12 drummers drumming, like you're hiring people. And like not in a trafficking way either. That would be weird. But I feel like, I don't know, That was, I found that one interesting. According to this website, it's called berries.com. I think it's like Sherry's Berries, but this is fun when you Google like fun facts. Black Friday is not the busiest shopping day of the year. I don't know that it has been for a long time now. This says that the two days right before Christmas are. And another fun fact here says, I think that one of the reasons for that is that one in three men wait until Christmas Eve to do their shopping. So how about that? Now, I don't know about you, but I also wait a long time to do my shopping and then I'm wrapping last minute because I think I talked about this last year when I have tried to do my shopping early and then my wrapping early, I forget what's in everything. Even though I put like the two to whom it's going to, again, I'm really tired and words are hard today. But even though I label everything, I forget what's in them. And so by the time Christmas comes around, I'm like, I have no idea what that is, but I hope you enjoy it. So I'm also one of those people who waits later in this season. Let's see. Did you guys know that Paul McCartney earns $400,000 a year from his wonderful Christmas time song, which is widely regarded as the worst song he ever recorded? I would like to make $400,000 on the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life. Ooh, also 400,000 comes up in this fun fact. More than 400,000 illnesses are caused by spoiled Christmas leftovers. That totally makes me think about how our sixth grade science classes just went around and swabbed people's like computers and doorknobs and whatever. And they're doing these Petri dish germ tests. Oh my God. I, I'm very grateful that they didn't come into my office and swab my keyboard or my phone um, receiver anything because, um, yeah, I just, ugh, working with children where they're sneezing and not, not washing their hands is gross enough. Um, their hygiene is just like that of a toddler's. Um, but yeah, I don't need anyone like pointing that out to me that I live, I live, I work in a disgusting, um, environment. Hey, welcome Hi, back. Yes, thank you. I'm glad you're okay. So glad that we could enjoy the honor show today. <laughs> I was just doing some fillers with some fun facts about Christmas until you could come back and tell us about the last worst movie. Well, there's, I won't say they're the for worst. For now, for now. But I'll say that it's one of the a Christmas Prince, right? There's so many variations on that title. And then there's one called Christmas Inheritance. And all I'll say is that there's a point where, right, they're love stories. And in both movies, like in The Christmas Prince, it turns out that his former fiance shows up. And another girl sees him with her and gets so upset. And her overreaction <laughs> is so she's like, oh, I don't ever want to speak to you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. I can't believe it. Don't talk to me. And she's like supposed to be a doctor helping this guy who's a prince. She's, and they've known each other for a while. And she's like, don't. Just no. No. 
don't talk to me. And I was like, oh. I feel like your reenactment of that <sighs> How do you, like could my hair line you up. I know. Could line you up to be on something like Christmas Collision. Seriously. <laughs> no, no investment in acting at all. You took an acting class when you were three. Or eight, but you know. Whatever. <laughs> and then the other one, the Christmas Inheritance, there's this point later where this girl like is rich and goes into this town but she can't tell anyone she's rich and then he finds out who she really is and finds out that she's rich and he's like i don't have anything to say to you i can't help you anymore and he has this whole big like tantrum and i was just struck i was like ugh. like i used to love these movies these are two movies i'll say that last year i was like yeah let me watch christmas inheritance let me watch christmas prince and this year i'm like you're overacting like you're that upset i don't know I just, I was like, you guys just don't watch them. Okay. Once again, if we're going to compare you to the actors in these movies, I feel like you're Emmy worthy for your, no. What is the one I'm, the Oscar. That's the uh, one. <laughs> the one I'm looking for is the Oscar. The Academy Award goes to Alexandra for her hey, yeah. rendition. You should see my facial expressions when I do that too. And my it was hair really kind of bounces a little bit. I get, I get really into it. I was doing some like red leather, yellow leather in the, in the bathroom while I was hacking up a young, a young. <laughs> up a lung <laughs> you're rubbing off on me i must be really tired too those acting classes when you were little really paid off i know right oh boy well i've got so much more to share with you but that'll have to wait till next time can you share i know we dropped it last time we didn't share our um you are not alone piece so what do you got you are not alone if you were driving to work and had to stop in the middle of a street on a busy street going to work because there's a herd of Canada geese. Herd? Flock. <laughs> so I am not a grammarian if today. If you're in biology, certainly do not listen to what we say. You're not alone if you've come across a herd of, of Canada geese. <laughs> Nonetheless, oh. a flock of Canada geese, and they happen to be blocking you. Like they are taking up the three lanes and standing there. And we're not allowed to go, we're not allowed to run them over. It got to the point where, like, there were all three lanes of traffic. And I was like, the like in the first car as they're walking right in front of me. And then there are other cars. And then finally, a guy gets out of his truck and tries to like clap and move them along. Um, he's honking his horn and they don't care. They're just standing there. And I was like, I'm going to be late to work because of this flock of geese. And it was okay. Like they eventually decide that they're not scared anymore. And then they start moving in the direction they want to move in. But you definitely like we are not allowed to run them over, run through them or, you know, try and freak them out in that way. So I just had to. So you're not alone if that's happened to you. Mm. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Oh, I was going to say you are not alone if you get sucked into horrible Christmas movies and then later go, dang it. Here, here. Cheer, cheer. Before you get into the joke, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, or if you don't celebrate anything, we're with you in spirit. So I just want to say thanks for listening and tuning in. Yes, ditto. Yes, ditto. That is what I have to say to that. Merry everything. And if you are an educator and happen to be on break um, for the holidays, I hope you get some good rest and do some bucket filling things to feel energized um, because the poop just hits fan when we come back in January. 
but it's all well and good. <gasps> and then the stock show, and that'll be really exciting to talk about when that does happen. Yeah, sounds good. What do you got for our joke of the day? All right. STW, Sean, been thinking about you a lot lately. This one is for you. Why did the snowman go to the middle of the lake? To go for a swim. Because snowman is an island. <laughs> oh, my God. Because snowman is an island. That cracks me up. Okay. It does it, though? It does. You didn't chuckle like you usually do. Oh. Well, <laughs> I, can't, I can't multitask. You know that. <laughs> That's true. You're not also not feeling 100%. Thanks for tuning in to my raspy voice. You guys are amazing. We love you. Reach out. Let me know about some pointers here as far as what to do for gratuities around this time of year. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Here, here. Cheers to you. Have a lovely week. We love you. You're not alone. You are not alone. Leave us a review. Yeah. Reach out anytime you can. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Russian Sisters. To connect with them, go to therussiansisters.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.